Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing deleted scenes from Avengers Endgame. Why did they take that out? Should they have left it in? And what we think about it. All that. Right after this ad, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, throw us that five-star review today. That five-star review, sir, is the best MCU podcast for exclamation marks uh, by NYCZ Three Men Two. <laughs> I keep a busy life and can't keep up with all the news, so I really appreciate being able to geek out with these guys for hours a week, and it keeps me current with the rest of my friends. Oh, that's awesome! That's I it's, love that. It's so nice that we are able to be uh, stand-in friends for you. Yeah, and keep you you know, keep you up to date. You, 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 you say that like it's a joke, but for real, I think that's one of the major things podcasting, uh, when I was just a listener before I ever started one did for me was it gave me a place to go and listen to people talk about this stuff that I used to, yeah, I used to get out of church every week and just like stand around with Dave, Dave of the DC on screen podcast. Uh, we would go and just stand for hours after church, and when we were like seven years old, and we would talk about whatever how was happening in in the, the X Men or uh, in Spider Man or whatever, and in Star Trek particularly, um, and so we 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 often joke we were having this podcast for years before before uh, we ever started recording. Before we ever started recording, yeah. But the the thing about uh, the thing about it is, as you get older, you don't get to do that as much, and it's just hard to spend hours doing this. And uh, once once I started listening to podcasts, it really did fulfill that role for me. It makes me feel great that we're doing that for other people. Almost feels like we're doing it right if we're giving people the same thing that you were getting yeah, from other podcasts. That makes me feel real good. So thanks for that five star review. Uh, <laughs> today we are doing a weird thing. We're going to cover. Uh, we're going to do it in a little bit of a bite sized format because there's there's a lot of them and. Uh, we, we, we don't have time to do every one today. We're going to uh, w- discuss the deleted scenes, the first four of them, uh, on Disney+. Plus. So these are the... If you have Disney+, Plus, uh, you can see all the deleted scenes from Endgame. And so we're going to watch, uh, watch each one, discuss it, uh, describe it to you guys. So if you haven't seen it, you might get something out of this. And then we're going to discuss each one. And then we're going to rate whether we think they should have left it in the movie or that we get why they didn't. Uh, because we, we're not believers in that whole time thing. Like a lot of things are cut for time. We're not really believers in that. We would have watched a five hour Avengers in game. So, <laughs> uh, let's, uh. let's, let's do this. Let's, let's dive in. Uh, the first one we're going to be watching is the deleted scene, Avengers Take a Knee. Okay, let's describe this for everyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, this is a deleted scene that occurs immediately after Tony Stark's death. Spoiler uh, alert! <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> sorry for someone who's listening to this podcast for the last six months and hasn't didn't know that Tony Stark died. Um <laughs> Thanks for that, Jeff. <laughs> Completely derailed me. <laughs> um, You're welcome. This uh and what happens instead of I believe in theater theatrical cut, uh they uh immediately cut to his funeral. Yeah, it was just uh apparently, uh, theoretically, it was just a fade to black. Uh and it went to the proof that Tony Stark has a heart thing floating on the on the lake. Um, I am, I'm one of those people who has a Mandela effect 
going on in my noggin. Yeah, and you remember um, this. They, they, they sent it out. I think they sent this out on YouTube or something pretty shortly after the movie, and I think that's why you remember it. That could be it. I that, think that's that it. very well could be it. Because you've, you've um, seen this shot before, and I have too, but uh, it, it, we still haven't described it. So let's, let's get back to describing it real quick. We, it's basically just all of the Avengers hitting, getting on their knee and paying homage to a fallen Tony Stark on the battlefield. Uh, so that's, that's what, that's what it, it, it's, oh, it's a, it's a minute and a half long and it's everyone falling to their knees. And I see why they cut it because you immediately go to the funeral and it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a little silly to, uh, to do two funerals, right. You know, back to back like that. Yeah. And, uh, this isn't sports. So people taking a knee is a little bit weird. Plus, you know, you've got people like um, uh, like Valkyrie or like Nebula uh, who have never once lived on Earth, and it's weird for them to take a knee when the, you know they don't know that culture. Right. Well, you're hitting on exactly what I love about this. They were super thoughtful about who takes a knee and how they take a knee. And I yeah. really love the attention to detail because every person that takes a knee makes sense. And they also uh, do it in a way that evokes what they would be thinking. Uh, for, Hawkeye takes a knee first and he takes a knee and put buries his ha- head in his fist. Yep. And, and there's this like frustration look about him. And it's also, I, I may be putting too much on it, but I see a... In him, I see a man who feels like they lost one of their great protectors, you know? Yep. Like, I feel like a real sense of loss and almost fear in, in him uh, when, 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 he, when, he, when he falls. Like, you know, this is, this is the guy who was supposed to build the suit around the world, like, and he's dead, you know? That's, yeah. that's, and, and that's something that Clint Barton really cares about. And then it moves to T'Challa, who looks back and sees him on his knee and he gets on his knee, but he gets on his knee without his hand in his fist. His, his head is held high and he's like, he's acknowledging and showing respect, but not in a, uh, I don't know, not in a defeated way. Like, I don't think that he feels the same way that Clint. Yeah. Feels. It's just an, it's an honor thing. And yeah. then Carol, Carol Danvers does the, the same thing. Well, sort of, but Carol Danvers does it with like a sort of robotic nature. I feel like she sort of squats down and you could say that's just her acting, but I think it's her. She's been in this situation before, you know, she's been out in the galaxy fighting people and seen the, the, the defenders of many worlds fall. And she's just kind of like, well, here we go. She kind of drops to a knee and it's, it's, it's respectful, but it's also like, you can tell that again, it, it means less to her than anyone on, on this team. Yeah. And my favorite one though, is probably uh star Lord. Because he gets on his knee fourth, and I don't think it makes a lot of sense for him to get on his knee fourth, like because I don't think he's like one of the most uh, who cared most about Tony. But yeah. what I love is it just reminds me of a kid in like uh, in church on Sunday doing what everyone else is doing, and that's Star Lord because of the way that he put his head down. Yes. It almost looks like he's a he's a kid praying for the the soul of Tony Stark. Is yes. That Absolutely. I, it just looked, it looked, well, it looks like he's doing what he's supposed to do. He like holds, folds his hands over his, his other hand. Like he's, like, he's going to like 
I don't know. It looks so ceremonial and uh, it reminds me so much of a, a kid in Baptist Sunday school. Like, yep. uh, and that's great. It's perfect for his character. I don't know that he, they were religious, but they were, you know, uh, that he was on earth as a child. And I bet he went to church and this just feels like that moment he's supposed to, he's doing what he's supposed to. And that looks, and he, he bows his head. It's, it's really great. And the Neb- when Nebula does it, man, is that impactful. Yeah, she's she had made a friend at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, after spending, what, three weeks in space with just him? Yeah. I mean, she really cares about him. Oh, yeah. It made, watching this, it's a minute and a half fucking long, and I am so emotional thinking about these all these characters <laughs> and what they each, they each go through a very different thing. Um when they bow and I, and I love the sort of complexity that we've built with these characters. So man. And then another one of my favorites is Captain America. He gets down. He's one of the last to fall to, to get down. And, uh, I love it because when he gets down, it seems like the reason it took him so long to get down is because he could barely get down. (laughs) He's so tired. He's so tired and and beaten. That he, like, yep. can barely get to one knee. Yep, yep. It's like he's uh, he's at the end of this thing where he's just been going on, on sheer adrenaline. And it's, you know, he's winding down a bit. And it's like, okay, I I might not. Uh, yep, no, I got it. I got it, everybody. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, man, I didn't even notice this one. But this one's Mantis is really funny. Mantis looks, like, fully confused. Before she sits, she's like, I don't, uh, it's just exactly what you said. She's does, she's not a part of this. Uh, yeah, she's, she's an off-worlder. She's culturally further from this than anyone. She's like a weird, like, ra- raised by ego person. Like, she, you know, she doesn't have uh, any of this, I- any any cultural uh, context for this. And so, yep. when, she, when she, like, looks around, like, what am I, am I, what, what is, hap- what's happening? That's really cute. I, li- I like Mantis's reaction a yep. lot. And the way that she picks up her hands to kind of be like, uh, 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 okay, yeah, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah. So, so overall, I don't think this would have changed anything in the movie, but I do like a lot how much they were able to do with such a simple scene. Yep. Um, one of the things that I noticed, uh, similar to Mantis, is uh, it when Valkyrie got down after uh, Quill got down, like Valkyrie was just staring at him like, what the hell are you doing, man? And then... She took a knee, just kind of like, I guess, uh, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is how we honor him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Va- Valkyrie is, Valkyrie is, is, is another one kind of like, uh, Danvers that she just, she's, she's seen a lot of people fall. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like it. So, so, okay. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, let's vote. What do you think? Should they have kept this in or removed this from the movie? Uh, I think it makes sense to have removed it. It's a, it's a minute and a half of something that we that we get to immediately after anyway. It just it, it would have felt um, it would it would have felt like a, a repeat of the same thing, like a doubling up of the effort. And as I said before, like this isn't sports, you know. It, you were not we're not taking a knee because somebody got injured on the field. Like this is a man. This is one of our, our, the world's greatest protectors dying. Like this is a big deal. So 
I don't know, mm-hmm. the knee, the taking a knee seems a little bit silly. I, I'm glad, I guess, that they left it out, even though I still feel like I saw it in theaters, because, you know, Mandala effect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think it belongs. All right. I, man, I, I like it so much. Um, but I like it in the context I'm watching it right now. I think in the theater it would have felt like a little bit, um, gratuitous. Lord of the Ringsy. Uh, yeah, and, and too, yeah. too many endings, you know? Um, so I'm going to go with you. I'm going to vote with you. I want, I want to be a contrarian, but I'm going to vote with you. Um, <laughs> so, all right, well, let's move on to the next scene. The next deleted scene we're going to cover is bombs on board. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, this scene is almost purely dialogue. It is dialogue between Rhodey and Captain America, and he is questioning uh, Captain America's decision to jump, uh, to crash the plane in the first Avenger. He says, So, why did you have to crash the plane? And Captain America says, on board. very resolutely, bombs on board. Yep. And, and Rhodey says, but couldn't you have jumped out of the plane before you crashed it? <laughs> and then it cuts away and there's just like a, a, a just a stoic face on Captain America. Um, I, again, understand why they cut it. It, it trivializes his sacrifice a little bit. A little bit. I mean... They were, they were trying to track down the whereabouts of all of the Infinity Stones so that they could formulate a plan. So this going into that montage of them sitting around trying to figure out when to go back to would have been, I don't know, it, it would have been a little... I don't know, man. That scene was full of funny. Uh, I like that it. That scene was full of funny moments, though. Like, I don't. I think they took it out because it trivializes his sacrifice. Because that scene was. F- I think they wrote it knowing that it was going in the middle of a montage of them, like, laying on the desk and doing silly things and making jokes yeah. and uh, tell, telling, telling Thor to eat Cheese Whiz or whatever. I don't, I don't remember. There's so many deleted scenes on that one. I can't remember what it's in the actual movie. Funyuns. Uh, oh, Funyuns, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh this scene's good. This scene's real good. I like it. Do you think it negatively affects when you're watching First Avenger too much? No, no, no. I mean, we we I we as an audience watched that happen and we know how big a deal it was uh having that that plane going uh you know across the ocean. We know that he had to put it into the water and he had to make sure that it got into the water and that, you know, he had to, he had to validate it rather. He had to do yeah. those things. And we know that yeah, as from, an audience, as, as the head cannon Avenger that I am, <laughs> uh, I fully, I fully know that he could have, like he could, he can justify it. He could have said, yeah, but I don't know if there, was, there could have been the autopilot could have kicked back in and then I wouldn't have had a way to stop it. So as a headcanon Avenger, this scene would not bother me and it just would have made me laugh really hard. Yep. So I'm voting in. Uh, I think that it would not have done enough to, to detract from it. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with, I want it back in. I want this one in too, because like if you're just taking it out to hit that 3000 minute mark and, and no other reason, like, 
man, come on. You could you could have cut some other one minute segment out rather Ooh. than this one. This one was fun. That's a good point. They were trying to and, hit the three thousand minute mark. That's such a complicated thing to try to hit, man. Yeah, but this would have built up a, a, a relationship between Brody and and Cap more. Like we didn't, we never really got much between Brody and Cap. Yeah, and you know what? I'm fine with the phrase being "I love you" three thousand and one. Right. <laughs> All right. I think we both vote to keep it. Uh, I, I think we can't. We can't consider the three thousand thing. We're voting on whether these scenes are good because they're good or bad, or whether they should be in there. As as the movie rolls, this wouldn't have interrupted the flow. It would have been great, and it would have made me laugh really hard. So I say keep it. You know what would have even been better about it is if they had cut this scene into uh, a couple of parts and <laughs> have it flip back to. Him and uh, him and Rudy or Cap and Rudy talking, and then go to something else, and then come back and have Rudy being like, "But like, couldn't you have jumped out and then flip back again?" Yeah, that would have been really good. You're right. That would have been perfect for that montage. Man, this is this would have been a great montage scene. Totally, totally. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. A, we're gonna do a bold thing. It's our first time. We're probably gonna do it more as these move on. We're disagreeing with the directors Ooh. of Avengers Endgame, and we're saying this should have been kept in. All right, let's move on to the next one. Deleted scene. This one's called Goji Berries. Okay. It's a conversation between Pepper and Tony in the kitchen. Uh, and they're, they have just cute banter, basically. What do you think? What do you think of the scene? Um, I think that it was mildly unnecessary. Oh, for, just for because... sure unnecessary. This is probably the least necessary scene I've seen out of Avengers Inc. <laughs> Like the last yeah. one, the joke, that joke was more necessary than this one. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a little bit on the unnecessary side, just because we already know from 10 years of, of movies that Tony and Pepper have a, a fun, cute, bantery relationship. Yeah. I think I think that this was supposed to support. It's it's them head in the kitchen. They they joke about goji berries and how their alpaca ate his ate all their goji berries, and they they talk about uh, going to get Madam Secretary or their alpha female, and that turns out to be the daughter. Um, so I, I think it's it's supposed to be setting up his happy life that he's living with alpacas and goji berries and pepper and his daughter. But I think when it, when it came down to it, it was emotionally more satisfying for them to focus on the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the daughter was the, uh, the, the most important part of his life as he stated, you know, keep him what I've got. It also makes him seem less, um, selfish to some degree. I think that if this is in there, if he's just fighting to save his life that he's built for himself, it's one thing, but if he's fighting to save his daughter who he cares about, it's like a different kind of love. Um, and, it, and it's, it's not as selfish. It's about his daughter. And that yeah. seems, that seems better. Uh, so I, I, I uh, I'm, I'm going to vote this one out. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm agreeing with the Avengers in game directors. Uh, something <laughs> I rarely do. Those guys are the worst. <laughs> Those Russo, Russo brothers just, not nailing it most of the time, yeah. but here they got it right. But great, great little act, great acting between these two. Really cute, really fun banter. I recommend watching it in the deleted scenes, but it's good they removed it. Yeah. This is, uh, this is 33 seconds well removed. 
Yes. Wow. Is it only 33 seconds? All right. Yep. Wow. That's pretty crazy. All right. Uh, this le- this next scene is the longest of the deleted scenes we're going to cover today. Uh, this is Hulk and the Ancient One. And I'm really excited. I haven't seen this one yet. And so I'm pumped. Okay. Uh, Hulk and the Ancient One. Uh, this one is the longest, as I said, but it's also the most complex. It's a continuation of the conversation that is had on the rooftop between Hulk and the Ancient One. And it's it, it actually, I think this is almost an alternate take because they, they do some of the same conversation they do in the movie, but it's more expounded on. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, you can see from the early animation that uh, Banner's not removed from the the hulk body that he's in he's just standing as the hulk talking oh yeah that's a good point yep so you know he doesn't get removed he's he's still just big hulk body but they're just having a conversation where where she's grilling on the rooftop that seems like it might have been a reshoot or something if that's the case which is kind of neat. Uh, so, w- what are some new pieces of information that they we glean from this? Which, you know, I, this is the one that I don't even necessarily consider canon because they took it out for a reason. And I think they're she's describing she describes more in detail that removing the stones, the stones binds the universe together, and that removing a stone will cause a branch timeline and each of those would be a darker timeline for not having the stone in that universe. Yeah. And that's, she did give us that confirmation there though, that it's not just the decisions that create split timelines. It's the stones being removed that creates a a branch timeline. Right. Which, you know, they left it out. So I'm not going to say, I'm going to say, that's not necessarily canon, but yeah, they, she says something to that effect in the in the original, but it's a little less definitive. Because in this, she she also on top of showing the one branch timeline, she also shows if you remove all six, it creates six branch timelines. So while you're fixing right. your own timeline, you might be damaging all of the other timelines. Uh, she also gives some sort of lip service to the idea that if someone dies, they stay dead, and if someone is evaporated from existence they could come back uh so that's kind of giving confirmation that sorry uh uh, you're not going to get um people that have already died back right right so anybody who has actually just died rather than just got dusted can't be brought back uh but anybody that got dusted can be brought back and that you know that kind of uh cements the whole like I, you know, I tried to bring her back and it didn't work kind of thing. Yeah. And like that gives a rule to it, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, we had just assumed that the rule on it was like, well, because she gave her life. At Vormir, yeah. We had assumed that when she gave her life on, on Vormir, that uh, it was just that because she gave her life to get the stone, you can't use the stones to bring it back. Um, you know, the price had been paid already. You can't, you know, you can't renege. It's too late. Um, but that sort of, uh, that sort of thought on like people who were dusted can be brought back. That says to us there that Thanos can come back. Hmm. Ooh. Cause he got willed out of existence. That is a good point. That is a good point. Hmm. But the, the thing that we know could bring him back, which is the stones is gone. Right. Well, they're gone from this timeline, from the, the major 
timeline. True. Uh, the one thing that I really do like, well, and, and in this, it sounds in this in this deleted scene, it sounds like none of those other timelines exist anymore. But we know that the writers intended for, or was it the directors? I can't remember which which ones intended for Captain America to have lived out his days in the other timeline. I, I think it was the directors who thought that was the way it happened, and the writers think that he clipped the timelines, came back to our universe, and lived his days out with Peggy in this one. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the writers think that he lived in this universe, and the directors think that they that he lived in a different, in a branch. But th- here's the terrifying thing of that: if he goes back, gives the stone back, and if that clips the timeline back into one, which is what they describe here. Then he lived a then life. That's what he did anyway. Yeah, he did that anyway. So if he if he went over to the other timeline, lived his life with Peggy, probably had children, had family, just like just like uh, Tony doesn't want to give up his children at the end of this at the this in this in this movie. Uh, Cap, the ter- the horrifying thing is if this if this version that is described in this deleted scene is true of time travel, and he lived his life in another universe and then came back to ours, he was making the same decision Tony made uh, to keep the timeline or to 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 save his daughter, but he would have been losing any family that he lost, you know. Yeah. So that's rough. Maybe they never had kids, but still, like you're losing an entire universe of people. Um, and that doesn't seem like cap style. So I, I'm glad that, that, you know, the, I guess that means we're agreeing that they should have left this out. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause it, it does kind of mess with, uh, certain theories and stuff. At least right now they kept it kind of open ended. So it could be either way, but, um, yeah, with this scene, it would have been a little more definitive what had happened. Uh, I do love, there's a piece of acting in this that I really love, uh, where the ancient one uh, Hulk says, you're a very interesting person. And the ancient one says, it's quite a burden. And there's just like a flash of sort of real darkness on her face. And I like, like, or of like sort of regrets. And I don't know, it's just really, really good acting on her yep. part. So that's awesome. I mean, that's still this one for you though. Yep. It was great. The other, the other thing we haven't mentioned in this uh, moment, she says, uh, sometimes the only way to use great power is to use it or the only way it's useful is to use it. But sometimes when you use it, you will, uh, give it away or something like that, or give it up. And sometimes using it means giving it away. Yeah. And I think that doesn't mean the stones. And then, yeah. And he says, uh, we don't, we're planning to bring the stones back. We'll bring them back. And she says, I wasn't just talking about the stones. So we have to, Assume she means Banner giving his power away, um, which we don't see him lose his gamma powers in this movie. We do see him damage his arm pretty seriously. Um, I don't know if that's supposed to. So someone, one of the directors said that arm damage is permanent. Yeah. And so that makes me wonder, is, is that the power he loses? It's a deleted scene. So maybe they took it out because maybe originally he was supposed to do the snap and that would make him lose his powers, you know, something like that. Or maybe he was supposed to do the snap and die. Yeah, but she says lose your pa- lose powers. I don't know if... I feel like losing the powers would be more of a reference to losing powers, not dying, but... Um, yeah. I think he was willing to die in that moment, but losing his powers is a whole different thing, especially right before the big battle. And I think in the end, if that was an idea that they had, was for him to lose his powers by using the stones, 
Um, I think that it's probable. It's good that they didn't do that because in that last battle, we needed the Hulk. Yeah. Yep. You didn't want to have the final battle of the movie and not have the Hulk running around doing things of the of the whole of the whole saga and and not have the Hulk in there. Of course, I could same could be said for Black Widow. Yeah, that's true. But there's a deleted scene that may have been a little different there. But we'll talk about that on a future episode. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do more of these. I've really we, yeah, I like this. This is fun. Um, th- we this might be a little cool thing we can do uh, now that they're all on Disney Plus. We might do this for all the movies uh, at some point or, or or something to that effect because it's kind of fun and 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 we're and the and it's always fun to kind of have this ranking. So for the final vote on this uh, Hulk. Hulk and the Ancient One. Uh, we, I, I think, take, I say, take it out. Yeah, I'm glad they left it out because it it keeps the ambiguity there, so that the discussions can be had about how the uh, the the time stream works just in general, and mm. the the conversation was a little bit, um, I don't know, a little bit wonky in there. Yeah, so, there's there some things in there that don't make a lot don't jive with what we need them need them to so i i think it's good that they it seems like they probably reshot this and i'm glad yeah. that they did um cool well that's that's it uh what was our final tally was it three to one we we decided to delete uh yeah it was um three deleted scenes good that they left out one that uh that we want it back wow i i honestly thought with our just ridiculous fandom uh, I thought that we would be like, no, we want them in, but yeah, I on. want every single one of them. I, I think I think we've we've been uh, we've been thoughtful here, and we've come up with a three to one. We agree uh, with the directors of Avengers Endgame. So we'll see. You ne- we'll find out next time how that tally keeps <laughs> keeps rolling. Uh, all right, guys, that is all. We'll be back soon with uh, Runaways. I believe this week, if we I can, believe so. if we can get it done, um, we'll be we'll be talking to about Runaways uh, season three, episodes one through five this week. Um, we're gonna do it as one big episode instead of chopping it up because they dropped it as one big thing. So we're gonna treat it like two movies. <laughs> is um, it? Is it 10 episodes and that's it? Yeah, only 10. Ah, okay. So that'll be a, a little more digestible. Uh, and generally, a lot of these Marvel shows are better when they're just 10. They're, they're good, you know, all the Defender stuff's just 10. And Oh, no, no, it's 13. Huh. All right. Well, never mind. I, I, I call bullshit on myself. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll be back soon. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com. Call us at 573-CAST-MCU to leave a voicemail. And uh, we'll be back with a lot more uh, Avengers in-game stuff and Runaways stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers.